0: Hey there, gorgeous. Welcome to the VLX podcast. My name is Jackie Dixon, and my mission is to help women become healthy, holy, and hot on fire for God in every area of their lives. Sound good? Let's get started. Hi gorgeous, I'm Jackie Dixon, founder of VLX and host of VLX TV. Thank you so much for joining me for this free video training series. I'm here on the coast of Croatia overlooking the gorgeous ocean. It's a beautiful view here and I think it's such an inspiring place to talk about taking care of our bodies well. The focus of this training series is to show you that there is a lifestyle that allows you to be healthy, holy and hot and to teach you what you need to know to make it happen for you. So if you know you need to take better care of your body, Or you're just not sure how your wellness integrates in with your faith, then in this training series you're going to learn the lifestyle shifts, the daily practices, and the subconscious saboteurs that may be keeping you from being able to care for yourself well. Whether you feel like you're miles away in your body care or you think you're taking pretty good care of yourself but you haven't figured out how that integrates in with your beliefs or how to not let it be a stressful focus of your life, then stick with me and I'll show you how it's done. This is going to enable you to take fantastic care of your body in a way that glorifies God and that actually works and lasts, without stressing you out. Now, if you've been in the online world for the last couple of years, then you know that the influx of messages about the female body on platforms like Instagram and Pinterest has exploded. And it's only going to get more intense. There are only going to be more ways for unhealthy practices and body attitudes to mislead those who don't have a rock-solid understanding of Biblical body care now I don't have time in this video to go into all the ways that these new mediums are going to impact us but just know it's more important than ever that we get our heads, hearts, and bodies in the right place before things start to get crazy now this is not another bikini body diet or some hold out until you get to a certain weight on the scale kind of deal this is a lifestyle shift which if you let it can take multiple aspects of your life to a whole new level of joy and freedom but once you learn how much God adores and wants you to care for your body and the best and biblical body care practices, you might just find that you lose extra weight, have glowing skin and have an incredible new energy. But that's just a happy side effect. Overall, this lifestyle shift will allow you to see yourself in a powerfully positive light, will empower you to embrace God's purposes for your body care, and your body might just flourish more than it ever has before. Now, if you're thinking about all the times you may have tried something before and it hasn't worked for you, I want you to wait until video 3 when I talk about the subconscious emotional saboteurs that can so often keep us from being able to accomplish our goals. But for now, I want you to know that you can do this. I created this plan over a period of years where I was in grad school, flying up to different cities, working part-time, following my husband who's in the Marine Corps around the country, It was a crazy, hectic lifestyle. But I managed to do it despite having bizarre schedules and not a whole lot of extra budget. And I want you to know that you can do the same. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter what your experiences are, you can learn to embrace God's love for your body and take much better care of it and have all the marvelous, abundant life that comes with it. Now you might just be wondering how I got into this, how I figured all this out. So let me tell you, 11 years ago, I started modeling. I was six feet tall and skinny from competitive basketball and meat and veggies, and it just sounded like a fun opportunity. But to maintain that weight in college, after my competitive basketball days were over, I had a very strict schedule, and what it basically meant was I was extremely restrictive with my diet, very bored, and very guilt and fear driven with my body. Fast forward two years, and in the middle of college, my mother became seriously ill. The emotional burden of taking care of her and what we thought were her final days was too much for me to bear, and I turned to food for comfort. I gained 25 pounds. The next summer, I went on a study abroad to the south of France in the gorgeous city of Nice. But I didn't know how to take care of my body, how to balance my appetite, and how to work with what my body needed in a new culture. I put on 25 more pounds. On the way home, I had completely lost hope. And during my airport layover, I went from kiosk to kiosk to kiosk, ordering different types of sugar, pastries, frappuccinos, whatever my heart desired in its total misery. And I went to different kiosks each time because I was too ashamed of the clerks knowing that I was coming back for more and more sugar on one layover. When my family picked me up, I could see the shock on their faces and their efforts to conceal it. My body had transformed quite a bit in those five weeks. My sense of self-worth was at an all-time low. I was angry at anyone who offered to serve me a little less food or suggest that we go on a walk in an effort to help me realign my body. But inside, I was beating myself up for what I perceived as a massive failure. I stayed in that self-loathing, self-blaming, self-excusing cycle for several years. Many nights I snuck into the kitchen late at night to pour huge bowls of cereal and make big sundaes and have a binge. And I craved that endorphin release that I got for just five minutes, but afterward I always felt even worse. And because I wasn't seeing or treating myself as someone who deserved good care, I behaved beneath my value in other ways. I was harsh and sarcastic with my family. I was cynical and pessimistic about life. I was defensive and resentful about romance. And because I had no sense of hope or vision, I spent hours on the internet, or just loafing, kind of trying to escape, instead of creating the life that I wanted. I had yet to realize the connection between my physical and emotional wellness. So instead, I vacillated enormously between telling myself that my weight and how I looked didn't matter, and so allowing myself to gorge on excessive amounts of food, and trying to train my mind to not be bothered by it. And on the other hand, spending hours trying to research how athletes get in great shape, how models stay slim and fit. I tried every diet under the sun, and the progression was always the same. Find something that promised hope and energy and health. Binge one last night as kind of a last hurrah before this thing that would work. And then throw everything I had into it. And then a couple days, a couple weeks later, I was nowhere. I couldn't stand the restrictiveness, it didn't give me the energy that I needed to get through my day, nothing was working. And it was killing my joy and confidence to be so obsessed with something, but feel so powerless to do anything about it. I even wondered why I cared. Wasn't this an unimportant thing anyway? Wasn't it just inner beauty that mattered? Why was I so obsessed with this? Short story, I was totally miserable and I couldn't even figure out why. Fast forward to today. I'm here on the gorgeous coast of Croatia with some of the most beautiful beaches and coastline in Europe. It could not feel more different for me to live in my body now than it did when I was on the beaches of Nice. I have a wonderful and flourishing, loving relationship with my body now and I want the same for you. The way out of feeling trapped in and resentful of your body requires a mentality and lifestyle shift a shift in daily practices, and an awareness of the subconscious saboteurs that may be undermining all of your hard efforts. These three pieces all go hand in hand, and if we're missing one, we only have a part of the puzzle. This is why we may have been unsuccessful before. We have to address all three of these areas in order to truly make a lifestyle change. So today I'm going to talk about the mentality and lifestyle shift. So if you're more interested in those subconscious saboteurs, or in the daily practices and what this lifestyle could actually look like, Make sure you stay tuned for videos two and three coming your way soon. So let's get started. I'm going to give you the seven steps of the mentality and lifestyle shift you need to truly change the way you think about and care for your body. Step one, recognize that God owns your body. Step two, understand what that means. What are the repercussions of the fact that now He is the owner of our bodies and we are simply the stewards. Step three, identify your lifestyle shift. Now that you have an idea of what that means, how is it gonna be personal for you? What are your personal areas of struggle? How do you need to make the shift? You are probably already aware of it. Step four, determine what's gonna be easy and what's gonna be difficult. This will allow you to allocate your resources and your focus and energy. What's going to be pretty easy that you could change quickly and what's going to be a lot more difficult because it's so much more ingrained in your lifestyle and in your thoughts that's going to take a lot more energy and focus to make a shift on. Step 5, identify your obstacles. Now obstacles can come in the form of a lot of different things. They can be people in your life, they can be the structure of your routine and the things you can't change. They can be mental obstacles, they can be literal obstacles in your time or in your community structure. In the course I talk a lot about blocks and barriers and we go a lot more in depth on that. But for now, try to figure out what your main obstacles that you're going to have to navigate around to make this lifestyle shift happen. Step number six, and this is a fun one, learn what you love. Identify the foods, the ways of working out, and the ways of resting and relaxing that are your favorites. If you can figure out what you love to do, it'll be a lot easier to get yourself to do it. And finally, step number seven, incorporate changes into your structure. We spend the entire last module of the course doing this, reworking every area of our lives to open it up to greater wellness for our souls and for our bodies. But you can do this even just on your own. Figure out where you're going to put these new lifestyle practices in the routine that you already have to live with. And remember that if you do things you love and you focus on those difficult areas for you, that shift will come so much more easily. So what's the last step? And this is an extra one. Get started. It's never going to happen if you don't start now. I so wish I had those years back when I was abusing and really not liking my body. If I'd only known what lay ahead for me, loving my body, taking great care of it, and waking up every morning being so grateful to God for the wellness He's given me and the ways I can now go out and help and inspire others. I want that same feeling for you, beautiful. I want you to wake up in whatever body God has given you to glorify Him through, loving it and taking great care of it. In the next video, we're going to talk about the daily practices that allow us to really make this lifestyle come to life. So stay tuned and I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the VLX podcast. I'd love to keep you motivated to go after God's plan in every area of your life. So if you love what I'm talking about, subscribe to this channel and come find me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at Jackie Dixon VLX. I'd love to virtually meet and interact with you. And if you're interested in the concept of the biblical bombshell, please join me for a soiree where I'll teach you the 12 pillars of a woman who is healthy, holy, and hot. RSVP at JackieDixon.org forward slash soiree. I'll see you there, beautiful.